0: Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of Disney Digging. This is episode 20. This is the first episode of the new year. I'm so excited to get this year started. Uh, It's been about a month since I put put out the last episode and so much has happened. Yeah, it's going to be a really packed episode here today. We're probably not going to talk about, um, you know, too much outside of the Disneyland Park news. There's so much going on that it's really going to take the entirety of the episode. And it's been so much news. I try to compile everything that, you know, happened since the last time I made an episode. So I'm probably going to miss some things. And, um, I'm going to do my best to try to cover everything here. It's going to be a longer episode, a great way to kick off the new year and, um, really the new episode we have a lot of stuff going on here in january this is the first episode before the disney 100th the next episode i do will be after the event kicks off and it's going to be even crazier with more news more reviews more things to talk about if you haven't already consider subscribing to the podcast channel also consider checking me out on social media at tiktok instagram twitter youtube at big thunder mario Anyways, let's get started. We have a lot of stuff to talk about today. I'm going to be jumping around a bit from like park news, hotel news, uh, Disney 100 news. So kind of just bear with me here. Like I said, it was a lot of news to try to compile everything. Um, So, yeah, let's go ahead and get started as we usually do talking about the Disney park news. Uh, And there's a lot of it, a lot of it. So, uh, one of the big news is Haunted Mansion Holiday, we all know it, Nightmare Before Christmas, one of the most popular things to happen, really, at the park. Um, So, its overlay usually goes down about the week after... I want to say New Year's usually goes down for refurbishment so they can, you know, put it back towards uh, the original Haunted Mansion. Uh, But it got extended this year. Uh, It's actually going to be Haunted Mansion holidays going to be running up until January 30th of this year. Um, So 2023, Uh, that's big. Uh, That's really big. Like I said, it usually never lasts that long. So I'm not sure really what it is about this year that they decided to extend it. I don't know if they just saw that it was a little more popular than usual, or I, I don't know, or maybe like the construction teams and ref- refurb teams are busy with other stuff that they kind of had to wait a little longer. Uh, but either way, January 30th Haunted Mansion holiday will officially be closing down. It's a Monday. Um, and then the original Haunted Mansion will open back up on February 10. It's a little weird that they're not going to have... Um, You know, the original Haunted Mansion up and running for the Disney 100 celebration, at least the kickoff of the event. You think they would want to have that open, especially because there's a lot of construction going on the rest of the park. And you think they would want to have their icon Haunted Mansion open for that event. So really surprising there, but um, I'm excited for the original Haunted Mansion to come back. Like, I love Haunted Mansion Holiday. I love seeing it every year. I love the new gingerbread house every year. But I'm one of the people that I feel like it's on there for too long. And now they extended it even more, making it there for even longer. I enjoy the overlay, but I miss the original Haunted Mansion. It feels like it's been a long time since we've seen it. And it's been since August? August? I want to see like early August since we saw the original Haunted Mansion uh, attraction. And I, I missed that. I can't wait for that to come back um, February 10th. It's going to be really important going there and uh, excited for the Haunted Mansion to return to its normal form. And then in other news, so we got some more details about Wondrous Journey, uh, the new fireworks show, and World of Color One. Um, you know, it's premiering in less than a week. They've been testing it. The parks have been closing a bit early during the week to provide more testing for the firework and the World of Color shows. So that is all testing that's all going on. So Wondrous Journey, the fireworks show at Disneyland, will have one showtime. Um, like most fireworks shows, they usually have one show time and it's going to be at nine 30, uh, which is the usual time for the fireworks shows. Uh, the biggest question is, I don't know, especially here in Southern California, we've been getting a lot of rain, um, a lot of cold weather and a lot of high winds. Um, and Disneyland is known for getting those Santa Ana winds. So I don't, I wouldn't bet a money that. The show, the fireworks show goes off on the first day. Because, like I said, the winds have been really high up here. Um, So, I don't know if it's going to happen, to be honest. So, that's a big risk that the fireworks show gets canceled on the first day. And, of course, we got not official, but pretty much really good confirmation from various sources that bayamax will be flying over the castle at one point i wonder if they're going to use tinkerbell as well as they usually do for most of the fireworks shows uh it would make sense you know making like showing the different disney movies having bayamax fly by uh tinkerbell of course being a big icon for the park and for the celebration in general so i imagine that she may still fly by um I guess we'll have to wait and see to be honest but uh baymax will be flying by it's going to be interesting to see uh how that looks and what it is exactly uh so wondrous journeys 9 30 p.m uh best believe this the first day people are going to be holding a spot for the fireworks probably by 3:30, if not earlier than that so if you want to see the fireworks in the first day Just be aware that they may get canceled and also be aware that um, you're probably going to have to really start camping out like six, seven hours before. Uh, So just be prepared for that. Now, for World of Color 1, they have two show times like they do most of the time with World of Color. They have uh, one at 9 p.m., exactly at 9 p.m., and then one at 10.15. So they usually stagger it um, before and after the fireworks show, which is great. Uh, World of Color 1 is supposed to be the longest show out of the two and the longest World of Color show we've ever had. So expect it to—I wouldn't say to plan to see World of Color 1 and then run to see the fireworks show. It's probably not going to happen. Um maybe just maybe you can do a fireworks show and then the second world of color showing yeah but i wouldn't bet to make it to see world of color first and then the fireworks show uh, we got some images new pictures new videos that have been leaking here and there of you know the marvel scenes that are included um, some of the newer animated movies that are included in kanto, coco, um, ryan the last dragon and I'm excited, you know, I said when World of Color originally returned back to DCA that the show is great, but it needs some updates, you know. Um, I think the shows can really benefit from having Marvel and Star Wars, uh, specifically Grogu in there, which is going to be great, and Marvel with the, por- the, you know, the portal scene from Endgame. It's going to be great. I'm really excited for World of Color 1. Um, you do need a virtual queue for that, uh, so plan for that, uh, along with the other virtual queue that we'll get to shortly but uh, you do need a virtual queue to get a closer spot for the um, World of Color showing. Uh, I would say this. Look, you don't need a virtual queue to watch the show. Uh, it's definitely preferred, though, I would say. Really, really preferred to have it ahead of time. Uh, just to kind of guarantee your spot. And again, still so plan maybe an hour, hour two, or maybe two hours ahead of time to line up for World of Color even if you have the virtual queue just to kind of guarantee that you'll have a better spot than some other people Uh, so just be prepared for that and also look this is maybe an unpopular opinion but if I have the option between the fireworks waiting for the fireworks and waiting for World of Color I'm gonna wait for World of Color and the reason why is fireworks have a higher chance of being cancelled than World of Color that's generally pretty average because Again, fireworks... Well, Even though the water in World of Color goes high, it doesn't go as high as the fireworks do. So fireworks have a higher chance of being canceled if it's windy, and World of Color doesn't. And guess what happens if the fireworks are canceled? I know some people are still going to stay there, but a lot of people are going to run to World of Color to try to grab a showing for that before it's too late. So I am probably going to... I'm probably going to push for watching World of Color first and then uh, do the fireworks show maybe uh, the next week or maybe the next day. But uh, yeah, so let's go into some ride refurbishments, talking about a little bit more of the ride refurbishments that's going on at the park or it's going to happen in the park this month. So over at DCA, Inside Out Emotional Warwind will be closing on also January 30th for a small refurbishment. There's no updated uh, day or time when this will reopen but it will be closing so just kind of keep that in mind if you do um want to do this attraction you know it's one of the attractions geared towards younger kids so if you're going to the park and uh your kid likes this ride or you want to take your kid on this ride planning to take him on this ride uh just be aware that it's going to be closing shortly i don't know what they're going to change i think it's just a minor maintenance i don't think anything's too big um if it was something bigger we would have probably heard something about it by now but yeah, I don't expect too much from this, uh, you know, refurbishments. I'm going into some of the merchandise uh, from the Disney 100, 100 celebration. Uh, there's a cereal release, or there was one cereal release at the point that I um, first recorded this. And people were going crazy for this cereal. Like they bought it and they were reselling it on eBay for like 30 bucks a box. And it's just like standard cereal. It's I, I've actually found it at a walmart uh bought a couple of boxes to try it and it's decent it's nothing world breaking it's not like the best server i've ever had in my life and i would probably not buy it again to be honest but it's cool to have i like the box the design is really nice um and like they just announced today actually um some other cereals that they're going to make or uh, put out there based off the disney 100 celebration and those look fine as well i probably won't try all of them uh but but it's cool to have and i think it's a nice marketing on their part and yeah so 30 bucks for a box of cereal is a little crazy in my opinion let's go talk about indiana jones we got some big news going on with that here so recently behind, you know, we you're um, on the tram, you can kind of see, like, the backstage of Disney um, as you're first pulling out from the parking structure. Um, so recently was spotted, like, a big uh, skeleton of, like, an animatronic. And by skeleton, I don't mean, like, a human skeleton or, like, an animal. I mean, like, uh, the, you know... Body mechanics of an animatronic backstage, and one of the things that was seen, or maybe it was on the monorail. I'm not, I'm not too sure exactly who spotted it first. A couple of different uh, influencers or TikTokers posted it, so credits whoever initially posted the um, the thing. But there's a big animatronic layout behind. Obviously, it's not dressed as anything. It's kind of just like the bones of the animatronic. Um, but the type and look of the animatronic is getting speculated that it's for a new cobra uh a cobra animatronic a cobra being the snake and if you guys remember it's been a while so I, I don't blame you if you don't remember uh but on indiana jones and the temple of red and i there's this part where you pass by a big snake and indy says snakes why does it always have to be snakes right in that part that snake used to actually move and actually kind of like not launch itself at you but kind of like move towards you uh, like a bit of a jump scare you can say it hasn't done that in years i really don't remember the last time that it was actually working um so this speculation in the Anna jones right now is currently closed for refurbishment um that they're replacing the animatronic and finally getting it to work if you guys know anything about Indiana Jones you guys know that that ride constantly breaks down and that um, there's a lot of pieces or stuff wrong with that ride at this point a lot of it's not working a lot of it is off or just not plugged in or hasn't been working in some time but at this moment um, there's, there's a lot of speculation that a lot of stuff is getting fixed on this ride Really, in preparation for the Indiana Jones uh, popularity that's going to come back when Indy Five comes out, that the, the fifth movie, it's going to get really popular, and a lot of people are going to start jumping on this train uh, to get um, you know Indiana Jones popular again. So, of course, they're going to add and update this ride because a lot of eyes are going to be on this attraction. Uh, So it's really cool if they do add a new Cobra animatronic to this ride. Um, Yeah, I'm excited to see what they do with this ride. I don't know if they'll add or update anything different. Maybe just refurbishments on everything because it desperately needs it. But either way, um, I'm excited to see what comes with the, um, you know, indiana jones refurbishment what they fix if they add anything or any little hints of some stuff from the new movie maybe they'll add like an easter egg uh you know pointing to, towards the movie or an artifact from the new movie something like that and that kind of leads me to the next topic which is refurbishments especially in adventureland now at this point usually january february are the slow months per se for disney and usually these are the refurbishment months as well and adventureland is heavily being refurbished right now obviously the treehouse is still not open um funny thing with that actually so the opening day or supposed opening day which is going to be in february uh went up online on the disneyland website about the treehouse and then not even the next day maybe in the next couple of hours uh the date was taken off the website so not sure if that was prematurely posted or if they want to just keep it a surprise and uh, maybe provide an update on that later but that was interesting and the opening date or supposed opening date was on the website for enough time that a lot of people noticed news places kind of you know reported on it so it was up there for a while and then it got taken down so as of now we still do not have an opening date for the treehouse um scrims are off of it and they're still actively doing stuff on there Uh, you can see a little bit more of the treehouse now from the angles that we have Uh, so either way it's exciting to kind of see just what's going on with the attraction Um, and adventureland itself like i said is under a lot of refurbishments obviously indiana jones is closed you cannot even access the area next to indiana jones and pretty much if you walk into adventureland uh, from like the main main street area the furthest you can go is, um, really, it's Bengal Barbecue, but there's a lot of walls. You can see it on my latest YouTube video where I posted, like, updates about the parks. There's, so the store is open. The bathrooms are open right there. Uh, tropical Hideaways open. Jungle Cruise, the entrance to Jungle Cruise is closed off. You cannot enter through that portion where you usually line up. They open the side where the stroller parking usually is at and use that line and you kind of enter through there so the line is even longer than usual um you cannot get to the front area of jungle cruise you can go pick up food from Bengal barbecue but even then it's a really tight area and you can visit the store um in Adventureland and the bathrooms and that's pretty much it and if you're coming from the other side coming from say like pirates of the caribbean uh splash mountain area Towards Adventureland You cannot enter On that side Into the land It is completely blocked off On that side So it's like a dead end And Adventureland Is the dead end at this point um, I don't know if the construction And the updates that they're doing Is um, to the entrance Of Indiana Jones Slash Jungle Cruise area Or maybe it has to do With the treehouse So they kind of just Combined everything at once The construction for Indiana Jones uh, And the treehouse All together And kind of just Knock it all off at once I don't know but either way, there's a lot of construction going on at Adventureland, and the only attraction available in Adventureland at the moment is Jungle Cruise. But just be aware, the line is in a different portion, and it is a dead end. But Bengal Barbecue is still open at this point, which is great because Bengal Barbecue is amazing. Uh, that leads us to other news. Uh, run Disney, uh, the half marathon, is returning to Disneyland in 2024. Uh, I don't know much about the whole Run Disney things. Um, I run, but not for Disney. Um, I've never participated in any of them. Uh, I think eventually I would like to. It seems intriguing, and a lot of people like to do it, and you get to see like rare characters as you're sweating your freaking churros out. Uh, but either way. I'm excited to see this coming back to the the Disneyland Resort um, in 2024 and seeing what medals are brought out, what characters people get to meet. I won't be doing it this next time, but it's definitely something that I have interest in doing eventually. Uh, So we'll see what comes from that. In another uh, Disney 100 news, specifically around the park, so we have some new popcorn buckets. Um, There's a lot of popcorn buckets coming for the Disney 100 celebration. So far, we got, like, the plastic ones that have, like, the picture printed on them. Uh, We have two of them so far. We have the Disney 100th one, which is the characters, and then it has, like, the purple top. Um, This one's nice. I I like the design. I like the color scheme of it. I'm not a big fan of these pails or white buckets with the images printed on them because, to me, the images uh, fade really fast, and um, they're not really that durable. Um, And really, like, I just i don't see these feel like a cheaper option to me than like the character ones or the more um i don't i don't know i don't know how to describe them the more expensive the more um bougie ones i guess you can say (laughs) um like i just don't know like at least like with like the character ones and like the balloon the ears the mickey heads Um, Those you can display them and they look nice these I don't think you can really display because it just looks like a bucket you know like a bucket you take to the beach to play in the sand so I say I'm just naturally just not a big fan of these Um, I do like them and they also have a magic key one now the magic key bucket which is of course exclusive to magic key holders has a really great image on that on there and I want them to kind of sell that image on other merchandise like a shirt i'm pretty sure you've all seen it at this point if not you could just search it a magic key 100 bucket um the image is really nice on there uh they should put that on shirts put that on a poster put that on a postcard sell that image everywhere because it is great and most importantly finally i think people have been begging for this for such a long time if you buy the disney uh the magic key bucket the disney 100th one specifically Magic key holders get refills. You get refills on your popcorn bucket. Uh $1.50 per refill every time you visit. Up until I believe it's February twelfth. Believe it's February twelfth. Anyways, that's a really good deal, guys. Really, really good deal. Disneyland popcorn is good. I love popcorn. It's one of my favorite snacks. Um And Disneyland popcorn is good. It tastes really good. It smells really good. And so just kind of having it there is a really big plus. And yeah, um, I have the Magic Key Bucket. I take it with me to the parks every time I go and I get refills, you know, because why not? It is really good. And yeah, I really enjoy the Magic Key Bucket. And, you know, I like the refill aspect of it. I think we should have more stuff with these refills and then, and just like in my opinion, Disney, you have a lot of magic key holders, especially with new sales of them going on periodically. I'll get to that shortly as well. So, in my opinion, it's like sell stuff that's exclusive to magic key holders that you can get refills on. think about it the popcorn bucket, it, t- it probably costs like what? Maybe like five bucks to create that popcorn bucket, maybe per bucket, maybe even less, to be honest. probably like three bucks. They buy the popcorn bucket for like 12, 13 bucks, um, and then they pay for refills every time they come. The popcorn they actually buy and serve you, it's not that expensive to buy it in bulk because you're buying the kernels itself. I feel like it's just a higher return on their investment, especially with drinks and sodas and drinks. Like, just make stuff refillable. It doesn't have to be for the whole year like Six Flags and Knots does it. And I feel like sometimes they just feel like that's a little campy but do these periods of like if you buy a popcorn bucket during christmas time well for up until december 23rd or 31st whatever you can get free refills on your popcorn or uh, refills for a dollar 50 or a dollar soda refills just i just feel like to me it's a really big marketing miss to miss out on these things um and yeah, I, I just feel like there's something that they need to add, and we have more magic key buckets, um, people buying them in general, and then we also have a lot more Disney 100 celebration popcorn bu- buckets coming. Of course, they have the Mickey um, in this outfit, like the Mickey the character, and then we have the um, the ears ones, like the reflective ear ones that are coming as well. There's a lot of merchandise coming. There's a lot of souvenir cups, Uh, the poison apple. They painted it purple with the platinum dripping on it. They've had that poison apple thing for years. That thing's been out for years. That's cool. I like that they updated it. They probably just took them back and just repainted them. Uh, But either way, there's a lot of big merchandise coming and a lot of different food items for the Disney 100 celebration. And I'll kind of talk about some of my favorite or what I'm most excited to try a little later. But that leads us to downtown Disney. There's a lot of stuff going on at downtown Disney. Um, Usually I give some updates and it's just basic stuff about the hotel and, you know, potentially stuff that's coming. But now we actually have some big news in downtown Disney. So let's start off with the big one. Uh, So the DVC tower is still really going under construction a lot of progress is happening on it we got some more updates on what's happening what's coming here um more and more likely there's not going to be a restaurant in this hotel or in this tower which is a bit disappointing um you know i'm always up for more food options but like i said at this point there's not enough space in the hotel and they feel like there's enough food options nearby with Tangaroa terrace trader sam's Um, the coffee shop place that's there and goofy's kitchen i still think um something should replace steakhouse 55 another fine dining um something that you actually have to dress up to go to Uh, i think it's sorely missing that you have like the casual eatery with like uh, trader sam's you have the buffet option for the kids and the families with the character dining and then you need something uh big like if you know a lot of dvc vacation owners um Yes, I just feel like uh, the Disneyland Hotel needs a fine dining option. Um, I feel like there's going to be some in downtown Disney in the near future, but at the moment, there's none at the Disneyland Hotel. And that leads us to the next, which is the Pixar Place Hotel. Construction seemingly kind of, or painting or whatever you want to call it, seemingly stopped on the outside of the hotel during like the rainstorms and windstorms that Southern California was having the past couple of weeks. There hasn't been much updates on the outside. I haven't been inside the hotel to view anything. I know it's been kind of a mess inside because stuff is getting changed, updated. The lobby is under refurbishment. There's no checking counter. <laughs> so at this point, I don't really know what the status is. I maybe will try to make some time to go visit and see what's going on inside the hotel as well because I feel like there's a lot of stuff going on in there and stuff that needs to be talked about, you know? And that leads us to the monorail and downtown Disney construction that's going on there. Uh, So the big thing, obviously, is there's construction going on to like right in front of the entrance of the monorail station in downtown Disney. Now, this construction is pretty lengthy. It takes up most of the walkway and you can still access the monorail. You can still get on. You can still get off. Uh, There's, as always, limited hours with the monorail and how long it's operating for per day. But pretty much, it's a little weird that this is going on. I don't know what is exactly going on here. Um, I didn't see anything. It was kind of surprising that it kind of just went up. Uh, the walls went up. And like I said, it takes up so much space there. But it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I imagine it's probably just a pavement issue. at least that's what i think i don't know um but yeah that's a little weird it happened out of nowhere um but like i said you can still access the monorail station entering and leaving from that area without any trouble so don't worry about that if that was a worry um the big dirt pit where the theater used to be nothing has officially happened there as well um Again, you can't see anything um, over the walls. It doesn't look like there's any vertical construction going on yet, Uh, which is weird, right? Because the whole um, announcement of Downtown Disney being refurbished, they rushed into it. They rushed into tearing that building down. Um, But as of now... They haven't really, ever since they tore the building down, nothing has really come after that. i um, surprised that it's been taking them so long to actually do something after tearing down the building. I thought it would have been a speedy process. So maybe they're still finalizing uh, the concept or the blueprints, or maybe they're still finalizing what realtors or... Restaurants are going in those locations, um, but I'm surprised that nothing has been happening. Uh, I think, in my opinion, I'm stating that just maybe the construction crews are tied up with other projects, and once they finish those, they're gonna move on and finish the downtown Disney aspect. But that's still a big, big dirt pit, and there's nothing going on there. I mean, but at least they did put the Disney 100 like posters or wall decor i guess you can say <laughs> on them so it doesn't look so ugly but yeah i i, I wanted expected to see some progress some vertical uh buildings being erected at this point but at, yeah there's nothing going on yet uh the star wars trading bus is still going on strong still a really popular fun option uh with a lot of families who don't obviously can't go into disneyland can still visit the star wars store so small theming Really cool merchandise there. Disney Home and Wonderground Gallery are officially closed, at least in their original spots. Those buildings are getting some updates, some refurbishments prior to the reopening of this brand new Downtown Disney that we're building towards. Um, The big thing with this really is they moved them into the former espn zone not the main building but the one to the side where they had the magic bands at one point Uh, it's pretty much like an event space really for disney at this point uh so yeah if you want to visit the disney home and Wonderground gallery in its temporary location you can visit it there um i don't know what's going on i don't know what if they're going to change anything in terms of inside the buildings um or really what's going on. Uh, I haven't heard anything. I imagine it's just minor refurbishments. Maybe, maybe some new paint schemes. Um, yeah I don't know what else they could really do in this location. It's a really tricky spot. Because the walls of foundation there. So it's not like they can combine both buildings together. So it's interesting to me to see what's going to change. Maybe just the layout of like the, the stores themselves. Is probably what's going to change here. Uh, and that leads me to Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen. Which is, at least the week that I'm recording this, is still closed down uh, for its refurbishment and construction updates as it's being changed and remodeled. So Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen is staying in the new Downtown Disney. It's not going away. It's just getting updated a bit more modernized, I guess you can say. The top portion, uh, the second floor, I should say, is already updated. You can kind of see its new design or the new design that it's going for. Love it or hate it, uh, it's what we have now. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of it. Um, I'm surprised not that much change. It just seems to be exterior changes. Um, nothing too big. The building itself didn't change. And now the first floor is being updated. For a while, they did have it open while construction was going on on the first floor. But now it is completely closed uh, for a couple of weeks, if not days. They haven't announced exactly when it would reopen um, that it will be closed. And most importantly with this, um, the beignet stands, beignets to go, uh, Ralph Brennan's express kitchen is also closed as well. So you cannot get beignets in downtown Disney at the moment. Um, again, that's also part of the refurbishment here. What I heard is they're kind of expanding the um, seating on the first floor and making the express kitchen a little smaller. I don't know if that's true. We'll find out shortly, but um, yeah, so I imagine that's going to be up and running as well. Like I said, the downtown, the construction crews in Disneyland are working hard right now. They're all over the place, all over the place. And really that covers the rest of downtown Disney. Um, there's, you know, small segments of Disney One Hundred merchandise, um, decor being added to Downtown Disney. There's going to be like these platinum coins that are going to get pushed around uh, Downtown Disney. So that will also be part of the celebration. uh, Excited to see when that actually starts happening. Really, Downtown Disney does not have any signals that it's going to be part of the celebration. Uh, But I imagine they'll start coming real soon. And that leads us to the big one in Downtown Disney, which is going to take some time to talk about. But La Brea Bakery is officially gone from Downtown Disney. Officially gone. Yeah, so La Brea Bakery last week, um, it just one day, I forgot, I think it was Wednesday of last week, it just didn't open. A lot of people were surprised. There was no announcement made, no... Pre notion given, really. Um, it was just closed. It just didn't open, and there was a sign on the door saying that La Brea Bakery is permanently closed. Um, big news, big speculation happened on it um, when it first was announced. And then the social media teams of La Brea and um, the company itself, you know, was coming out and saying so much stuff that was going on. Pretty much uh, the La Brea Bakery company, the company itself, decided that it wanted to get out of the restaurant business. I believe they had obviously the Downtown Disney restaurant and then I think one in Beverly Hills. I'm not sure exactly of the other location, uh, but they decided to close both of them, uh, just saying that they wanted to focus you know, their assets more on their grocery store items and their items that they send to other restaurants for sale. So, that included closing um, La Brea Breakery. Um I imagine that Disney knew about this ahead of time, obviously, because they put the sign up there. Uh, but also, it fell in line with a lot of other news. And it kind of, in the end, worked out for Disney, really. Um, But first, just some quick thoughts on La Brea Bakery. I went maybe two or three times. Uh, Haven't been the past two years. Uh, I don't think it's very good. Oh, I didn't think it was very good. It was really expensive. One of the most expensive places to eat in downtown Disney. And that's saying something, by the way. And the food was just average. Uh, For the amount you were paying for the food there, I totally did not think it was worth the price tag. And I'll be honest, the only thing I really like from there is the bread. I'm a big fan of, like, bread and baked goods they did that really really well Uh, but the food was average and it was really expensive and I'm not gonna say I'm glad it's gone because it does suck for those people that lost their jobs I hope they were able to find something and get replaced somebody by somebody or somewhere else but I'm glad that that restaurant space is gone and I'm glad that it's going to be used for a better purpose (sighs) yeah I feel kind of bad saying that but yeah, La Brea Bakery is officially gone. Um good riddance in my mind, really. Um so news with that location specifically is a lot of stuff going on there. First of all, Earl Sandwich is coming back and it will be temporarily placed in the old La Brea bakery building. I like this a lot. I like this idea for a lot of different reasons. As you guys know. When Earl Sandwich first closed, it was heavily, heavily rumored that they were going to get like a food truck or some kind of stand somewhere inside downtown Disney to keep operating there. Now, obviously, that did not happen. Um, the Earl Sandwich location closed a very long time ago and it never came back. Um, and then it was rumored that a food truck of Earl Sandwich was going to be put into the downtown Disney parking lot. Uh, and that did not happen of course and now it's back it's back in some capacity in a pop-up location you can call it really Um, I like this idea a lot and it's going to be really close to the gates of Disneyland which means you know what a lot of people are going to do we're going to go for lunch at Earl's Sandwich because it's like less than 30 steps away from the entrance to DCA instead of eating inside the park uh, which is going to put a minor dent into disneyland's uh, food revenue uh but i'm excited for it i love Earl's sandwich it's so good uh then here's that thing with disneyland food and one of the things that i push so much i don't mind paying more for food I'm paying money for food the decent amount of money for food as long as the food is good and you get what you pay for a lot of the times at disney restaurants including inside the park The money you pay is not worth the food that you get. With Earl's Sandwich, the amount you pay is totally worth the food that you get. Definitely worth it. Yeah, so I'm really excited for Earl's Sandwich to be back. I know they have other locations outside of uh, downtown Disney, but it's just so convenient. It's so good. I love getting an Earl's Sandwich, a sandwich from Earl's Sandwich. (laughs) Getting some like, um, you know, um, kettle pop chips or popcorn and then like a Gatorade or something like that. That's so refreshing and it hits the spot so well. And you only spend like 12, 15 bucks on it. You don't have to spend like 30 bucks on a plate, which is great. It's a nice quick service option. And that's what Downtown Disney is severely lacking um, is those uh, quick service options. And that leads to the other news that's going on with the old La Brea Bakery building, is this will be the new site or location of Portos, which is coming to Downtown Disney. Um, There's a lot of speculation of where exactly uh, the Portos was going to go. Um, some people speculated it was going to be uh, Tortilla Joe's, because that building's leaving, or we're obviously where the theater's at, or used to be, I should say. But now we've got official confirmation that Porto's will be at the old location of La Brea Bakery. Now, the interesting thing is they're going to tear down the entire building and pretty much reformat it. So it's going to be a brand new building, brand new layout for this Porto's. And it's going to be probably huge. (laughs) It's probably going to be a lot bigger than La Brea Bakery is. If you've ever been to a Porto's, the restaurants or bakery, whatever you want to call it, is pretty big. So they're going to do something very similar to that. So expect that location to be um, Earl Sandwich is supposed to pop up in February. So I imagine by the end of next year, we'll see construction on Portos really going on um, just as it's getting ready, wrapping up to come to downtown Disney. It's a very interesting location for it right at the heart at the entrance of downtown, of Disneyland and DCA. Uh, if you come to downtown Disney just for Portos, you have to go deep inside downtown Disney to get to Portos. Uh, but yeah, that's really exciting. Um, and excited for that just to come. So kind of jumping back and forth, like I said, between different news segments, um, speaking on more construction walls, um, So in New Orleans Square where the train station's at, there was a fire across the street where you hear the Morse code of the opening day speech. Um, There was a fire there. It broke out a couple of weeks ago. Everything's fine. Just some minor damage. Uh, So there's some construction walls on that side of the train station. Uh, Nothing too big there. So don't mind too much for that. But just keep in mind that that is there in case you want to take pictures or hear the Morse code opening day Waltz speech. And that continues on to Magic Happens Which we know is coming in February um, A little over a month uh, from today But Magic Happens We got the first time slots The official time slots that the parade will be on As well as the dining packages with Plaza Inn So first let's talk about the time slots So we have two time slots like most parades There's two time uh, slots for them We have the first one which is at 330 and the second one is 6.30. Um, so obviously starting off right now in the fall uh, or winter, I should say, we're kind of at towards the end of winter. You may get to catch a parade towards sunset at night, uh, really depending on the sun situation. Uh, that's really dependent. The Plaza Inn food packages are interesting. It's 45 per adult and $25 uh, per child, not including taxes and not including uh, gratuity, so not including a tip. So the meal for the adult uh dining package is short rib, fried chicken, pesto mashed potatoes, seasonal vegetables, a dessert, and then you get a fountain beverage or a Dasani water. Uh for the kids, you get chicken tenders, mashed potatoes, vegetables, dessert, and a choice of Dasani water or low-fat milk. I don't know why um the children don't get sodas, <laughs> but the um Adults get sodas. Children get either milk or water through chicken tenders. Tell me which one tastes better. Anyways, um, I'm probably not going to do the dining package for Magic Happens as much as I would like to just because of the reserved seating or preferred seating, you can say. Um, I'm just... Look, I like... I love Plaza Inn chicken, but I don't eat too much fried food, like like deep fried food like that. So I'm probably going to skip on the Plaza Inn dining packages, but they're there. Uh, They went live a couple of weeks ago. They sold out for the first day right away, but there's still some available for uh, the following days after the uh, parade initially premieres. And yeah just excited for uh, magic happens to come i gonna have my magic band plus today by the way Uh, somebody who complained about them a lot I finally bought one I bought a basic black colored one it's fun it's convenient definitely Um, worth $35 no not at all Um, there's still in my opinion not enough to do with them to really warrant that price or really anybody purchasing them. So, not entirely sold on them, uh, but it is nice to have in this moment. And I'm excited for Magic, uh, for like to see how it interacts with like the uh, Magic Happens Parade, with World of Color 1, Wondrous Journeys, and um, the rest of the Disney 100 celebration stuff. It's said already that the Magic Man Plus will interact with some of the decor and stuff around the park for the Disney 100 celebration. So, I'm excited to see what comes with that really excited to see and then that leads to just talking more about the disney 100 celebration what's going on uh cast members are getting uh exclusive or special name tags for the event with obviously uh the 100 on there and the color scheme of the event as well as like a random disney character under their name Uh, at first i thought it was like the person's favorite disney character but then um, i found out that i was wrong about that It is just um, a random Disney character under the cast member's name, which is fine. It would have been better, in my opinion, if it was the cast member's favorite Disney character. Um, Either way, we also have like the Disney 100 cups, like the uh, styrofoam cups for the coffee, the paper cups for the drinks, the plates, uh, tumbler the uh gate is also uh, in front of the entrances there's some decorations on there and there's some banners being put up in the esplanade they took off the ones based off the rides and put the ones based off the disney 100 celebration with the characters and the color scheme and it looks really nice uh the hype is definitely ramping up for this event it's not that far away anymore. Um, It's really close by. And I think myself and a lot of other people are really excited to see what comes with this event, which is, you know, going to be here faster than we know it, really. And big news is, uh, so like I said, a lot of the food items were announced. A lot of the food items are purple, um, not so much platinum, which is weird because Purple seems like a, like the secondary color out of this color scheme, but it's getting pushed the most out of the food items. There's a, of course, a purple churro, which is uh, looks messy. Um, and some of the food, I'll be honest, some of the Disney 100 food, I'm not the biggest on. There's some stuff that does interest me. There's like a lemon cake, um, a lot of lemon flavored things as well for this event, which I don't know why. I don't know if I'm missing something about that. Um, either way, uh disney 100 food i'm excited for some of it won't try everything there's a lot of things that i'm questioning about um a lot of purple and a lot of lemon flavored things Um, but i'm gonna try that lemon cake that they have at plaza in sorry um jolly holiday cafe because i do want to try and see what the hype is about that i'm a big fan of like lemon and like lemon tart things so that's uh pretty exciting for me to try to be honest and then the big news is, so if you guys go see Abraham Lincoln, uh, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln, uh, in the little pre-show area, uh, not the White House portion or the Capitol. Gosh, I don't know what that is. Um, there's like the Haunted Mansion 60th anniversary stuff that you can see uh, based off like original concept bar, um, clay models of the characters and things. That is finally being replaced with a... Disney 100th Gallery. I'm excited for that to be replaced. That's been there far too long. The Haunted Mansion 60th anniversary was some time ago. Uh, So I'm excited to see what comes to that there. And the big thing too is there's been a lot of rumors because Abraham Lincoln and Philhar Magic are closing uh, for refurbishment really soon. Closing around the same time too, that there's going to be some type of show or short movie. Uh, to promote the hundredth and at these locations i haven't heard too much about this i don't know if it's haven't heard too much solid rumors about this i wouldn't expect it to happen however we do have that coming that would be cool um you know have like a little five minute video about the history of Disneyland or the founding of the Walt Disney Company. I think it would be really nice and informative and cool to have in the park and something different. Um, I always preach different stuff, new stuff in the parks, new things, and that would be something really different to have in the parks. Uh, so that really covers all the Disney 100 celebration stuff. Uh, there's still some updates we have to talk about the park, uh, Luna New Year park hopping changing more construction going on um so yeah let's get started let's continue on again a longer episode today stay tuned we have a lot more coming up shortly so some of the big news that was breaking kind of um throughout the week uh so park hopping rules have changed some disney park news has changed Uh, a lot of people were putting this on bob Iger and his changes that he's decided to make to the company so far A big one is, uh, in Disney World at least, uh, reservations will not be required after 2 p.m. on weekdays um, for pass holders only. So that's pretty cool. Um, You know, cool for the pass holders over there at Disney World. Um, Truth be told, though, I do not see them doing something like that to the Disneyland Resort because that would be complete madness. There's a lot more Disneyland pass holders than Disney World pass holders, especially since disneyland is consistently selling magic keys while disney world is not so that would be pretty huge there also another something else that changed with disneyland is park hopping is now starting february 4th and on will be allowed at 11 a.m you don't have to wait to one to park hop um, obviously assuming you already have a park hopper ticket you are able to park hop at 11 a.m. I love this edition. Uh, this is really good. Really good addition. i um, surprised they didn't take it off completely, uh, but it is nice to have the park hopping a little bit earlier now. Also, starting February 4th, we have free. All the photos that are taken of you on an attraction will be free uh, as part of the Disney 100 celebration. I guess more cross-promotion. Pro- uh, so that's exciting for those who... Uh, enjoy those ride on ride pictures and we'll be using them so um that will all be february 4th and on we have that and speaking of magic keys i lightly touched on this but we'll go ahead and uh, continue on from it here magic keys are officially announced to be going on sale periodically throughout the year uh, pretty much from now on so there won't be a defined amount like so many per per day. But every now and then, some magic keys will go on sale. They'll go up on sale. Just this past, uh, just two days ago, they went on sale. Uh, People bought them. There were long waits and everything. Again, only for a short period of time. They're not going to be available the entire time. Uh, But they will be available a little bit more consistently now. I like that idea. Give people opportunities to buy one. But of course, don't make them. um, unlimited and you know available Because then it kind of defeats the purpose Because there's going to be so many magic key holders I like that they're still Offering it out to new people But still Trying to keep it as limited As possible so I, I like that I like that so We also got so February sorry January 20th 2023 Is the start of the Lunar New Year Celebration at DCA Specifically DCA So we have, obviously, the food booths are out from Festival of Holidays. They're being redecorated. It's the year of the rabbit and the cat. So Oswald the Lucky Rabbit will definitely be out during that time. Pretty rare character if you are interested in meeting rare characters. And um, we got the announcement of the food booths, the entertainment that's coming. Uh, I love festival season at DCA. That's pretty much from... Halloween, really, up until the end of April is festival season, uh, Festival of Holidays, Oogie Boogie Bash, Lunar New Year, Food and Wine Festival, it's the best time, in my opinion, at DCA, and Lunar New Year has a lot of new foods coming back to some... Uh, returning things but for the most part it's new items we have uh my favorite items that i'm probably going to reach out for are uh, the pepperoni pizza bowel bun that sounds really really good seeing uh things like this uh pretty popular on tiktok from other sellers and stuff like a pizza uh, flavored Bao bun so might try one of those we have the coconut lavender matcha foam iced coffee Every uh, festival, they have a specialty Joffrey's coffee. This is the one for Lunar New Year this year. It sounds really good. Uh, Definitely going to try it I'm a fan of the lavender Fan of coconut Not a big fan of matcha itself But I think it won't be too overpowering In this um, drink So I'm going to give it a try Let's see how it goes And this is not necessarily part of the food booths But they have an almond cookie churro Which sounds really really good I'm definitely going to try that one Um, Big fan of churros Big fan of almond and uh, cookies in general So uh, definitely going to try that Excited for Lunar New Year, I uh, love the festival, um, love the entertainment that comes as, I'll be honest, I haven't done much research on the entertainment that's coming for the festival, but I imagine it's probably going to be mostly the same things that we've had before, which is perfectly fine. Uh, it's a limited festival, obviously you can't change too much because it is based off of a real holiday, um, so... I'm excited just to have that celebration. I love the color scheme. I love the merchandise that they've released uh, so far. Really nice stuff. I'm not personally going to buy anything uh, of the merchandise for Lunar New Year. But I do like it. And I may, judging on the food items, I may buy the um, Sip and Savor Pass. Is that what it's called during Lunar New Year's? have a different name. I might buy the food casting or I might just buy the items separately. Uh, you could do either way. It's soft open today, uh, January nineteenth, Thursday. Uh, I did soft open the booths, so uh, it's going to be a really fun weekend. I will be there on Saturday, uh, promoting the event as well as just recording, tr- maybe trying some of the new foods. So go ahead and check out my YouTube channel. Probably on Sunday to see the Lunar New Year festivities. S- see some of the new foods that i'll be trying here at that event it's going to be a lot of fun and um that leads us to talking about another portion of dca a really close portion to the rest of the lunar new year festival and that is pacific wharf and specifically one of my favorite places at pacific wharf uh the boudin bakery so the construction has officially started on the transformation of Pacific Wharf into San Francisco from Big Hero Six. Like this was announced at D twenty three. I was surprised by this. A lot of people were surprised that this was actually happening. I was one of the few of few people who actually enjoyed this and liked this idea. Uh, but pretty much. What I enjoyed is this transformation into Big Hero 6. I think it's a really underrated Disney movie, and I'm excited for it to get some more love in the American Disney parks. And um, So the bay, pretty much where the bridge is at, leading to Pacific Wharf from Pixar Pier, uh, Paradise Gardens area. That water that's there with the little life preservers, that is going to be drained to, I guess, begin the transformation. Now, this report was filed, I want to say last week, if not two weeks ago, and nothing has happened uh, as of yet. No visible construction has started, so a little weird. Maybe they're just a little setback. Like I said, construction crews at Disneyland um, are stretched pretty thin right now, so. I don't know when exactly it will begin taking place, but it's supposed to be getting drained uh, pretty soon for the construction to start on this. Uh, again, we don't have an opening timetable for this reinvented land or refurbished land, so I don't know what to expect of when it's gonna come. But uh, we just know that it is coming and construction starting real soon. So I don't ma- I don't imagine it's gonna be like a huge change that's gonna take two to three years to change it's probably going to be like a year thing so i imagine probably by beginning of next year we'll probably be ready and up and ready to go it's not too much that they're changing uh some of the restaurants are changing theme or design and the reason why i mentioned the boudin bakery is because that is rumored to be the meet and greet area for at least the bakery tour sections where you take the tour of the bakery and get the free sourdough sample Um, that's rumored to be the eventual meet and greet for, um, hero and BMX, which is really interesting to me that they're having a designated meet and greet area for these characters. Uh, we haven't seen them do something like this, especially if it's going to be permanent. That's a real big surprise to me. So I'm excited to see what they do recently. Um, a casting call uh, came out from Disney looking for actors who resemble a hero to obviously portray the character. He would be, I guess, a face character. And obviously, Baymax would be a costume character. So I'll provide updates with that when we get a little bit more, when we start to see things change in that land or see the Boudin Bakery tour actually close down. But at this moment, nothing has changed yet. And that leads us back to Disneyland. Um, Final thing I forgot to mention. uh, It's pretty recent, so forgive me if I did forget about this earlier. So the restaurant, the French Market Grill, a lot of people know about it. Uh, It's right there tucked in by the train station by New Orleans Square, right? The adjoining building uh, where you get the beignets and mint juleps is actually going to be transformed into uh, Tiana's Palace, which has been rumored for a very long time, by the way. Uh, A lot of people have been talking about. You know, we know a Tiana's theme, Princess and the Frog-themed restaurant, it's coming to New Orleans Square or to Disneyland, and we just don't know where it's coming. A lot of people speculated Hungry Bear. Some people speculated, obviously, French Market. Some um, speculated, wow, I am blanking on the name, for, uh, River Bell Terrace. And there's a lot of different, you know, ideas of where it could go. And now we have official confirmation that it is coming to French Market Grill. That is um, actually going to be starting production real soon here. Uh, the restaurant will be closing in February. And also, the Mint Julep Bar will be closing as well. So that means for a couple of weeks, if not for a couple of months, Disneyland is not going to have one of, one of its most famous snacks and that is the mint julep and the beignets which is a big big missing thing uh from the parks in my opinion i love beignets love mint juleps and there's not going to be any for a while so it's going to be a little weird a little different of a disney park without those uh but i'm excited for the addition i wonder if it's just going to be like a repainting and a re-theming or if we're gonna get, um, you know, a full on rebuild of the building or some construction, some stuff added to the building, or if it's just gonna be paint and decorations added. Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with all of that. Uh, the, like I said, the big thing is just the beignet and mint juleps will be gone for a while. Uh, that's a really busy area of the park because the bathroom is right there by the mint julep bar. So I wonder if it's gonna be emptier or a little more congested in that area given the situation. Uh, This past week as well was Anaheim Ducks Day at DCA. I forgot to mention this. I didn't attend. Uh, I'm not a big hockey fan myself. Uh, It's cool for people who are fans of hockey, especially the Anaheim Ducks. I like the cool decorations that they added and the fun things that they put throughout the park and downtown Disney. So yeah, really cool for that. I don't care much for it, but it's cool that they add and have these things periodically at the parks. And that's going to lead us to... Another news, Disneyland-centric, New Orleans Square-centric. Now, all the way till February 2nd, there is no Phantasmic shows. And here's why. Well, actually, we don't know why. I should say we don't know why. Um... They were just canceled. All the Phantasmic shows uh, for the rest of January up until February 2nd were just canceled, taken off the schedule without really notice. Uh, I don't know if it has to do with the, you know, inconsistent weather at this point. Uh, like I said, the rainstorms, the winds, uh, or if they're short on staff. I-, I really don't know what is going on. Or maybe there's a short staff on like the entertainment aspect and are trying to save the entertainers for wondrous journeys and magic happens and the other stuff and then hopefully by then they can kind of build up more of a background with staffs uh staffing background so they can have phantasmic as well but yeah up until february 2nd there is no scheduled shows of phantasmic keep that in mind if you're going to the parks and are expecting to watch phantasmic there's no scheduled shows at the moment so you won't be able to watch it a little disappointing but overall um Like I said, it's a down season for uh, Disneyland. So a lot of rides, shows are down. So expect that. The only real entertainment there is at Disneyland at this point prior to the 100th anniversary is uh, Mickey's Mixed Magic. Uh, And during the week, there's no fireworks. It is solely a projection show. So that's interesting to see. And then lastly... We need to talk about the Beast, the sleeping giant that's about to be awakened in about a week, Uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway, Railway, and Toontown specifically. So we saw recently in the Disney Parks TikTok, um, they posted that they updated the sign for Toontown, uh, the entrance sign when you walk under the train track. That is updated. It's a new sign. It's there. It looks nice. I like the sign. I haven't seen it in person yet i'm gonna see it this weekend so I'll provide a more update on that however it's cool to see that they're updating this and that it's pretty much ready to go for next week and what i mean by ready to go is the walkway to the ride is ready to go for next week um it did get announced that mickey minis runaway railway which of course is opening next week january 27th will be using a virtual queue Which, to be honest, I think we all expected that at this point, right? So we all expected it to use a virtual queue, a boarding group system, pretty much. So there's two different time slots of when you can get a boarding group. So the first one in the morning, you can try for the first boarding group at 7 a.m. You can confirm your party as early as 6 a.m. So I would say if you're planning to go, especially on the 27th, um, plan ahead. Take your... um, Confirm your party ahead of time and then at 6.59, 6.58, start refreshing that boarding group section, waiting for it. But just like I said, make sure your group's confirmed ahead of time. That's an extra step that can take about three to five seconds that can cause you to miss out on a boarding group. It's going to be madness that first day. Um, good thing is the first boarding group, you can do it from home. You do not have to be at the park in order to do that. But just be aware if you do get a boarding group and you get the first group that time starts ticking as soon as the ride opens so if the ride opens let's just say for example 8 30 you get the first boarding group you have an hour to get there from 8 30 so plan ahead plan accordingly don't plan to go to the park later in the day and then get the boarding group in the morning you end up getting one of the first boarding groups and you miss out on the ride or have to rush to the park so just keep that in mind And then the second one uh, is that 1 p.m., which is kind of what they did with uh, Rise of the Resistance. And that one, you do have to be checked into the park and you need to be, or is it at 12? I think it might be at 12. 12 or 1. I don't know. Something like that. You can find it online. Um, Anyways, just be aware that for the second boarding group call, you have to be checked into the park, either to Disneyland or checked into DCA with a park hopper ticket. So that one you cannot do from home. Same thing, you can confirm your party an hour ahead of the time. And again, limited, subject to availability. And of course, of course, they are going to be selling individual lightning lanes for this attraction. So if you do not want to wait in the line or miss out on the virtual queue, you can purchase... An individual Lightning Lane to get into the attraction of course this means you skip a majority of the queue I don't know what portion of the queue you're gonna miss out on and maybe the best portion you know I've heard really good things about the queue for this attraction Um, so you might have to skip that if you do an individual Lightning Lane and then you also have to pay And we don't know how much it's going to be. They did not reveal that. I imagine it's probably going to be twenty minimum $20. For that first day, I'm probably going to get $30 a person to get into that ride. So expect that. Um, You can. Look, I shouldn't preface this. I shouldn't promote this. You can get a boarding group. And you can also purchase an individual Lightning Lane. So you could technically go on the ride twice. Obviously, you would have to do both at the same time. Um, So if you're a group of two or a group of more, if you're more than one person in your group, I would say have one person trying to buy the Lightning Lane and have one person trying to get the boarding group. Don't try to mix and do the same. Have one person do both. You're going to miss out on one of them eventually. Just my my tips there. And yeah, that's pretty much the news for the ride. Cast member previews uh, for the higher ups have been going on for the past couple of weeks uh more so going into this next week the week of the celebration kickoff uh a lot of the theme park cast members i hate using this word but the low lower level cast members are actually getting access to cast member previews they can bring guests so expect some spoilers to kind of get leaked out in the in the next week um And to my knowledge you cannot video during the cast member preview So I shouldn't expect anything to come out Probably until Thursday Thursday you'll probably see some things going on There's going to be media at the event on Thursday So uh, there will probably be some leaks up until that point So just keep that in mind in case you do want to go completely fresh And um, unspoiled to the attraction So... That's going to lead us to our small topic of this episode. Decided not to make a huge topic since there's a lot of stuff to talk about. I talked about so much. I'm just going to talk about the trailers, the newest trailers for Mandalorian Season 3 and Ant-Man of quant- the Wasp Quantumania. And we'll be talking about those shortly. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania Ant-Man 3 If you want to call it that So the uh, I guess the final trailer Was released On Monday Night Football And the announcement That tickets were On sale Um, I got my tickets Super excited to see The movie by the way Uh, Just going to talk about The trailer my overall kind of expectations going into the movie based off the trailer so it was a little bit hard to get tickets for this movie Uh, a little more than uh, wakanda forever which is a little weird because really with spider-man no way home um leading into doctor strange it was really hard to get uh tickets to the movies to see these movies at least on opening day it was like really hard to get them and the sites were crashing and all that not so much so with Wakanda forever at least in my experience and then of course with uh you know with Ant-Man 3 it was a bit of a challenge to get the tickets but I did get them uh seeing it open the weekend so really excited for that this trailer is really good I'm really really hyped for this movie um I haven't been the biggest fan of the Ant-Man movies thus far they're fine they're not bad movies per se But to me, they're kind of just average. They're nothing special. Uh, They're kind of mediocre, in my opinion. They're like the weakest... Yeah, I would say they're some of the weakest MCU movies is the first two Ant-Man movies. So I'm excited to see... This one has a little bit more stakes. It feels a little tonally. It feels a, a bit different. And it always just feels like the Ant-Man movies are cartoons, really. Um, like side projects that don't really matter. Uh, this time it feels, if you can feel the weight of the movie and the situation of this movie by the trailers. And I'm really excited for this movie. The Obviously the arrival of King the Conqueror, the next big bad for the MCU. Seeing him build up from Loki um up until now i'm excited to see what comes from this movie um it looks a lot more serious and like the stakes are really high for our characters somebody's gonna die right (laughs) we can all kind of predict that somebody's probably gonna die in this movie really the end of phase four uh has been a lot about death and our characters getting their asses kicked um no Way Home, Wakanda Forever, Doctor Strange, uh, really, really impactful movies with the stakes, or, or the stakes are really, really high, and I think that's going to continue into this movie. We're going to have some characters, um, or a character who's going to die. Uh, now, prediction-wise, that is really hard. <sighs> I, if I had to make a prediction just now, just gonna throw a wild guess out there. I don't think Scott Lang's going to die. I don't think Cassie's gonna die. I uh, my money is bet like split between three people. It's between Hank Pym, Ant Man, um, Michael Douglas, Michelle Pfeiffer, um, the original Wasp, and then the new Wasp. I, I, I can see either one of them dying, um, and it's gonna be intense. I'm really excited for this movie. Really excited. It's been a long time since we had an MCU project. Like I said, since November when Black Panther released, we haven't had anything. Um, And it's weird because all of last year, we had a movie, then like four TV shows, and then movie, three TV shows. And since Wakanda Forever, really since the end of She-Hulk... There's been a gap, and then it's Wakanda Forever, gap, and then Ant-Man and the Wasp. It feels a little more like the MCU from three, four years ago, where, where there was those gaps, you know, to really build up the anticipation for that. And no doubt we're going to get those Disney Plus projects eventually, but it seems like they're a little bit more spaced out. Um, I've been pretty much a relatively big uh, fan of all the disney plus shows but i understand that some people it's a little bit too much mcu um for me it hasn't uh but you know it's each their own and i'm excited for this movie and let's talk about the mandalorian season three a really 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 exciting trailer this releases march 1st so pretty close to this as well And again, another big opinion on this I haven't been the biggest fan of The Mandalorian And I mean the Disney Plus series Not the character Um, To me, it feels like a video game Uh, The plot's really weak It's just a story about a man Trying to get an alien baby back to his kind And then he gets thrown obstacles He has to go to this planet To talk to this character Then they give him a side quest Saying, if you help me do this I'll give you the information that you need It's like a video game I've been saying that for the longest time And this trailer looks to be the complete opposite of that. Yeah, just like with the Ant-Man trailer, I said that this trailer feels like it has stakes. Like there's an actual storyline and plot to this season. Uh, And it's not just going to be jumping from planet to planet, getting mission and side mission, side mission, side mission. And then at the very end, plot comes out. I'm really excited to see what happens with this uh, season. Really, I really am. Um, As a big Star Wars fan mando i love the characters really in the show uh, mandalorian specifically the other characters are okay uh but i'm just excited to see something different see this character see more exposition be given to this character in this storyline see more backstory get developed and see him go through some more stuff um yeah that that's really my thoughts on the mandalorian season three trailer i don't have too much to say about it again they didn't show too much they're hinting at stuff but not necessarily giving us everything and it stole some time away so i'm perfectly fine with everything that we've gotten so far and this could be the very best season out of the three uh it could be doesn't mean it's going to be but it can And I'm really excited just to see what comes from all of this. Really excited. Um, I think the future is really bright for Mandalorian Season 3. There's a lot of rumors going around about what's going to happen. Who's going to appear. The stuff that they're setting up for the future of Disney Plus and the Mandalorian Universe. Uh, So we just have to see. We'll have to see. And that's really going to cover it for this episode. I feel like I talked a lot today. We had a lot to talk about. So much news. So much information. Uh, So... I want to thank you all for listening. This is the inaugural episode of 2023, episode 20 of the podcast, actually. Uh, I will be back next week to talk about the Disney 100 celebration, my review, how the first day went. It's going to be complete madness, but I'm so excited for it. Consider following me on social media to stay updated live when I do. Visits the parks next week for the disney 100 celebration i will be posting a vlog as well for lunar new year this weekend follow me on instagram twitter tiktok and youtube at big thunder mario if you enjoyed this podcast and want to hear more like it consider checking out my other episodes consider subscribing to the podcast channel consider leaving a star review however many stars you become worthy of and consider also leaving a written review. Those help the podcast a ton. I want to thank you all for listening. And as always, stay wild.